1-800-141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we start to slowly shift from international football Back to the domestic stuff John McGinn and Andy Robertson Defend Scotland's tactics in light of the Spanish criticism Malky Mackay is full of praise for the result And hopes Ross County can cause a similar shock against Celtic And Stuart Kettlewell accepts Fashion Sakala's goal at Fir Park last week Was onside I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight you've got Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well usually after an international break Gordon we're saying Oh it's been a long time And we cannot wait for the league To restart But I wish it went on a wee bit longer We've had an absolute terrific time Great win against Cyprus Followed by one of our best results ever Just as we were going off air On Tuesday night It was fantastic But we have big games round the corner And I'm sure people's attention Will be turning to them Rangers at home to Dundee United Motherwell away to Hibs And then the Sunday game Celtic against Ross County Plenty of entertainment to come this weekend Yeah I'm different Quit while you're winning uh, It was a terrific uh, <laughs> two games for us Let's move on Let's get a rest Let's take a deep breath Let's concentrate on the domestic football We've got a lot of exciting games at the weekend Really looking forward to it Still in a positive mood from 6 o'clock on Tuesday Especially after the result So I'm looking forward to this weekend's fixture list. 01419511025. That is the number you need. So let's hear from you tonight whether you do still have international football on your mind or you want to start that transition back to the domestic stuff. We are here for you and we're very keen to hear from as many of you as possible. So 01419511025. And no, on the Scotland front, you don't get over a result like Tuesday. In just one night The phone lines were extremely busy last night So if you didn't get through You didn't get the chance to make your Scotland point Pick up the phone and let us know I suppose there's also a realistic scenario Where the dust has settled a bit You've calmed down a little bit You've come off the ceiling You want to analyse it in the cold light of day With a bit more composure thrown into the mix Or maybe you do still want to just You know what, to Rodri Given he's his uh, comments and the way the Spanish have taken this uh, Give us a call either way 01419511025 How does it set things up going forward uh, And if you do want to move back to the club stuff Then let's do that as well As I mentioned in the headlines Malky Mackay has got his Scotland hat on And he's delighted with the result And then hopes Ross County can have a similar shock Against Celtic on Sunday VAR is never too far away Stuart Kettlewell uh, climbing down a bit from comments he made after Motherwell against Rangers a couple of weeks ago. So whatever you've got for us, 01419511025. Get those calls in right now, nice and early. I say it every time these two are on, because I mean it. The more you call, the less I need to deal with these two. So think of it as just being a kind gesture to me, if nothing else. Give us a call. 01419511025. Has been quite the week though, Mark Wilson. I take, I take your point. I mean, for years, international football brought about a headache here because not only would the result go wrong invariably <clears> on the night, what that would then look like after would be the soul searching Where are we going wrong? Do we need to bring Colts teams? Do we need to reduce <laughs> the size of pit, yeah. uh, the cost of pitches? Do we need to ban Playstations? You know, all that yeah. sort of stuff yeah. And by the way, some of that's still valid But 
Those nights have been getting fewer and fewer over the last few years and really culminating in what we saw on Tuesday. And the Scotland manager has to take great credit for that because you're right, Gordon. I mean, growing up and even playing through it, um, quite normal after an international break, the criticism would be scathing. It, the fallout would be for days. And you're right, it, the, the net would be cast far and wide of where the problem was and, and where it lay. Or is it, we, we haven't got enough indoor pitches, we need to build more centres in the play. That seems to have went to one side and it, it will be continued to be pushed away as long as we continue with results like this. Yeah. The result against Spain, right up there, Gordon, with the best that I've seen in my lifetime. Oh, by the way, Gordon, a lot of that stuff's still valid. That's not to say it's not. I just mean it, it tends to come, you know, for another day when the, when the business is, is getting done. It was more a, a reference to the doom and gloom that used to follow. Because I totally get international football. Still, we could beat Spain, France, mm-hmm. Italy and Brazil in the space of a week and it still wouldn't float everyone's boat. That's absolutely fine. Each to their own. Um, but it certainly just feels a lot better when there's a, a level of success being achieved. Yeah, what, what I liked about it was um, we went into the game on Saturday favourites and we won it and a little bit of criticism in between uh, certain parts of the game we didn't play particularly well but we still got three goals and a clean sheet and then we went into a game on Tuesday night and I just had a feeling and I said it at 6 o'clock I went early that Scotland team are different I think there's a good bond there I think there's good players. I think they all know their jobs. I think the the Steve Clark's getting the best out of them. And the minute they get the first goal, I, I just I, I just seen the confidence grow in the squad and the players and everybody concerned. I thought they were absolutely brilliant. So they've turned a lot of negatives into a lot of positives. Did he leave that as long as nine minutes past six to try and say that he saw this coming and he predicted this? Is that what I'm to take from those goals? He said a positive result. He didn't predict it would be a win. A positive result was going to be a draw. You were giving it, oh, we could maybe, I think we could get something. Did we get something? Ah, come on. Did we get something? Yes, we did. Uh, So it was all down to me. I went early and I got a lot, a lot of great feedbacks on that and a lot of great, good. Great feedbacks. feedbacks. <laughs> yeah, great, great feedback. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, right, yeah. on that. And my, well, obviously, that Steve See, Clark's mind wouldn't be on Georgia. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I, I had a feeling for Scotland at the Tuesday night. And especially mm. when Spain uh, pitch up. And I know they've got some brilliant players. Of course they have. Mm. I watched them in the World Cup. Didn't impress me at all. Um, Even when they beat Costa no, Rica no, 7-0 Listen what, one, one swallow doesn't make a summer I tell you that Week in week True out True with Germany as well No but they get no. knocked out And that's why the manager Was replaced They pitched up at <laughs> Ham- Good points Gordon. They yeah. must have impressed you A wee bit no, When they, they won 7-0 they, they, they won 7-0 Costa Rica No they didn't And they pitched up They get knocked out They didn't even qualify Mark this is What do you mean? They didn't go through to the next round. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. <laughs> yes, they did. They didn't get to the quarterfinals. <laughs> Have the impression, right. eh? No, I tell you. <laughs> Spain was get good. A on. Just, right. just but, hold off. on, just quickly. But when you pitch up at Hamden, you make eight changes from a win against Norway. I think you were sort of underestimating the Scotland side. Disrespectful. Yeah. Why not? And we showed them where to go. 01419511025 Ian is first through tonight Ian, what's on your mind? Uh, good evening Gordon Good evening Mark Good evening the Dazzler Hello uh, Gordon Dale Can you hear me? Yes, oh, we've Ian. got you loud and clear Carry on uh, Just about the game I've got a couple of points Obviously I'd like to go into Let's sail together If that's okay But talk about the Scotland game you know, You've had quite a few guys on Talking about Players that shouldn't Shouldn't be playing uh, For their national team Because They're not playing for their um, 
respective clubs. Kieran Tierney, you can't leave the boy out. Um, it's just the winning mentality is there, Gordon, Martin Gordon. Um, and he's got his stall set out. Now, I called the tune for the team on Tuesday. Need disrespect to Ryan Jack. I didn't, I don't know about you guys, the, the boys that played the football. I don't think Ryan Jack could have lasted the pace because of the high tempo, you know, the high press and, and the possession that um, Spain have. But Spain are in a transition at the moment. But they made eight changes. But they left a guy on the bench that he's uh, two years, but three years probably know very well. Alvara Marata. I think he'd missed a penalty in one of Spain's cup games or something in the last Euros. Is that right? I know who you mean. I know the very man. But no, as I say, the result, uh, does it rock the world? Does it, no, I mean, I think Scotland are capable. And Gordon Dale, you you made the, the call on Tuesday night. You said Scotland's got a, a very, very good chance. I think Mark Wilson says, I don't think Scotland fear any nation. The way they're playing, that three at the back, and then your two... Your two wing backs come in and then it, it drops to the four. No, I mean, you bring Robertson in and it goes to the four because you can put Tierney across into left sided centre back. But I think the future is great for the Scottish national team. Yeah, it's a fair point, Mark, about the quite interesting about the formation because that tends to be something that we debate loads in the build up to a game and then we only really talk about it afterwards. If it's gone wrong Some people have never really liked The, the three at the back If you want to, to call it that um, And then some people Sort of grudgingly accepted Right well we've got We got to grips with it A bit more And it got us to a Euros Yeah but it wasn't good At the Euros And then afterwards And you know, Scott McTominay Shouldn't be in there Granted he wasn't the other night um, And then in the previous Round of internationals We did play a back four A couple of times And yeah. folks say I could see this is it This is better This is what we need to do <laughs> I don't see many people complaining about three at the back no. in the last two days. No, well, international football, of course, is unique that you you play the formation that suits the squad that you've got. It's not like club football where you're a manager, four three threes, your formation, you go out there and buy players to, to fit that and buy the best players in those positions, players you can work with. So Steve Clark obviously knows what formation suits us and the personnel we've got. Now I think it I think it works. I like the three. Um, it's almost like a three four three three four two one. If you uh, if you like, we've got players that suit that. We know how to defend as well. It was quite interesting to see the other night how we defended. It was almost like a six across the midfield at times. That's why Spain found it so hard to play through. We need to find ways of making it difficult for these top teams. Steve Carter's done that. That's one of the first things I think installed in this team being hard to beat. Now it's not always went to plan. Of course we've been beaten and well beaten sometimes But it's been much much better than what we're used to And I also think the experience of the Euros As disappointing as that was Ian was talking about a journey and where we are just now I think that's helped us along the way To dealing with pressure situations Like Tuesday night was And coming through the other end with a successful result It won't always work It deserves to be criticised when it doesn't Gordon DL But this much maligned 3-5-2 at times or, or whatever it is 3-4-3 three, three and, and variations in between but, but three at the back with wing backs Factually Is the formation that got Scotland to its first tournament Since 1998 It's the same formation that beat Denmark In what was Up until that point the sort of 
result of the I don't know, decade or whatever, maybe not quite, but you know what I mean, round about that. Um and then superseded the other night with with the same what so is it about time we started putting a bit more faith in these types of decisions? I agree with Mark. I think it's their best formation and the reason I think it's the best formation that gets their best players in the team. For instance, Kieran Tierney at left centre back. He can go and he's a danger with Robertson go down that left hand side. What it gives is a, a terrific balance. Two wide guys, Robertson and Hickey was the other night there. It gives us a two in the middle of the park, McGregor and McTominay. It gives us that option of McGinn dropping in, um, you know, uh, Christie and obviously one up top. I just think it gives us a real attacking force. Also, when we lose a ball, we can get in a nice defensive unit. I think balance-wise, that is our best formation. Mm. And what's interesting, Mark, I think, as Ian mentioned, someone like Kieran Tierney, Scott McTominay would be another example. Um, I kept referencing it last night because you think back to last week and the calls that we were getting saying... You know, if you're not playing for your club, you shouldn't play for your national team. And I don't care if that includes Kieran Tierney, Scott McTominay, you know, you need to be playing. The performance the other night and over the last two games has been such that it's 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 actually gone the other way. People are now saying, Oh, Scott McTominay needs to start for Man United at the weekend. Yeah. And if Kieran Tierney can't get in the Arsenal team, fine because they've got very good players. Well, this guy needs to go to another top club and play. So it's actually gone the other way. People are holding up the international performance. As proof that yeah. they, they should be playing first team football yeah, somewhere. I mean, you, the calls are night. You wonder what the argument is based on. They obviously play for a top club based on ability. Now, if they can't get into the team, these clubs can afford players on vast amount of money on on huge transfer fees. Doesn't it mean that Tierney or McTominay's lost their quality? Doesn't even mean they've lost their fitness. We all speak about match fitness. Yes, okay. There's a bit of difference in that. But the level that these boys are training at with those clubs and the best players in the world is more than enough for them to come into your national team. Thank you to Ian 01419511025 is the number he dialed. And let's keep on the calls and see what else is coming in. We've got Andy uh, who's on the line currently. How are you, Andy? Is, is you know the, have we calmed down about the dust settled? Have we got a bit more perspective? No, Gordon, I was very confident. I think I spoke to his last Thursday and says that uh, I'll call his next Thursday when Scotland are sitting pretty and Norway have dropped points and we'll beat Spain. If you <laughs> so I spoke to you last week. Listen, have you my... got the lottery numbers for tomorrow night? Any chance? Certainly not. Certainly not, no. I'll tell you what it is, Gordon. I, I believe in Mark and Gordon have played football and, and they'll tell you that at any time when you're in a successful team, there's always a wee bit of luck that goes along with it. And I, I know the more you play and the better you play, you make your own luck But I feel as if The football gods Are now starting to shine On Scotland Just a wee bit And we're taking We're taking that uh, That opportunity uh, With both hands I think over the, in, the, in the past Couple of decades We've just found New ways to lose I mean you go back to the Scotland England game People have been about The other night When Armstrong done that Miss pass You just you just know That England are going to Equalise when, when Hutton had the free kick Against Italy For us to qualify A hand in Many years ago you just knew Atlee were going to score. But again, the other night, I just felt as if uh, it was content. And the things that I noticed is, is windows of luck. When Haaland got injured in this window, there was an opportunity for Nor- Norway sorry, to drop points. In the next window, Spain are playing uh, in the semi-final of uh, the Europe, the, the, what you call it, the Nations, Nations League. League. Uh, so they're in that, but I also believe they've got a wee bit of luck because the Spanish, because I think they've got that game against Italy and a new, a new manager... He's tested out their full squad basically over the window, which went in our favour. 
know, the next window, I think if we can take four points in the next window, you can say we've qualified. Certainly in a very good position. And I kind of get what Andy means because it's not something that, that you can measure, but it's just that, that gut that you get. It used to just feel like we'll find a way in it for it to go wrong somehow. And it might be a refereeing decision, but it might be a mistake and it might just be one of these things. Slowly but surely Because after years of scarring It takes a while to get rid of But it does feel like that Gut feeling is starting to erode a bit It does And I think Again going back to the manager He's got a lot to do with that You know you know, No frills sort of stuff Even his personality Takes everything in his stride And I think that's slowly rubbing off on his Now I get what Andy's saying about the luck Of course as you look at the bigger picture And you think well Things could be a lot different for us But how many times have we started a group We've been zero points out of six or one out of six, and we're saying, "Ah, well, that's it, written off." You know, things have went away, but we've deserved that. We've played well enough to get six points. So, as much as you get the wee bit of luck, our organisation is what it needs to be at the top level in international football at the minute. So, great credit has to go to the manager and the coaching staff for that, and the players for taking on board that message. But here's the challenge, Andy. Always is any international football if you've got momentum. Can you keep it Can you just suddenly Rediscover it again In a few months time That was actually a worry Going into this window And Scotland did do that So now the challenge Comes again In the next uh, The next meet up Well it's not I don't think it's really a challenge If you look at the Steve Clark is, uh, I suppose sometimes People complain about him We uh, continue to pick The same players so, so, so that consistency will stay because he's not going to he's not going to surprise everybody with six uh, debutants in that window. He'll, he'll stick with the guys that he's created that that um, squad mentality with. You know what I mean? It's even I go back and I, and I know you'll you'll dismiss this part of it, but I always try and look as as far forward as uh, far in the future as possible. And I do believe that we've got that momentum about us, but I think we should actually be aiming to top the group now because topping the group, I think I could be wrong. Gives you a better seeding for the draw in, in the competition I think you can certainly aim for that Mark, I think your language has to be clearly important No one wants to get carried away But but this is a sprint It's 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 not a long league This is a sprint If you, after two games, are out in front on six points You've got to at least go on and try and win it from there And not just yeah. like, ah, well, we'll just settle Looking far in the future though, like Andy's saying You've got to think about what's around the corner Absolutely. also Absolutely. Norway away, Spain away And we've got Georgia, Georgia who yeah. we've seen the other night So By three way, even, tough well, away let's games Let's be honest, even over in Cyprus might not be a walk in the park We made The second half wasn't entirely enjoyable Yeah, um, I mean Daz will be there of course for that won't we I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be, it'll be getting to go yeah. We trip to Cyprus, that's the one we'll pick Yeah, yeah. So a lot of tough games to go But look, let's be optimistic We've beaten Spain at home Big one is Norway If we can get anything Against Norway away Then And we Andy We could top the group 01419511025 Great time to call You could be on after these You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Are here It's 01419511025 It is Twitter At Clyde SSB So keep those calls Those tweets Those 
I was going to say emails. I can't promise I read emails very quick. I'll, prob- I'll get back. I'll get <laughs> Who back. Do emails in. No, people we, actually email. We do e- What's I get up? the odd one, and I usually find them about a week later. What's up? Have we got a WhatsApp? Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, we should set up a WhatsApp no, so people shouldn't. can send voice notes in. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's up there with the worst <laughs> ideas of. I, I think that's good. A lot of people are. Trying to keep up with modern. WhatsApp, let's WhatsApp. You love a WhatsApp oh, voice message. WhatsApp, yeah. Anyway, um, it's quite alarming. <laughs> let's bring in Nadim, who's on the line. Take it away, Nadim. How you doing, Gordon? You alright? Can't complain. Are you well? I'm well. Certainly well after um, after Tuesday night. Absolutely. You remember my, my, I've still got a bit of a croaky voice from, <laughs> from the celebration, so, uh, so apologies. But yeah, I just like to talk about Scotland. I thought we were absolutely fantastic. I mean, I, I, I think the previous caller has probably stole my thunder a little bit in terms of some of the things I wanted to say. But yeah, I think a lot of things did go in our way. I think. Um, obviously, Spain are in that transition period just now in terms of you know the, the turnover of a lot of players just now in terms of going through a different phase of play and so on. And and also, I think absolutely, I think one of the guys maybe Martin mentioned it, that that I think they absolutely underestimated us, absolutely underestimated us. And also, I think the pitch um, it wasn't the best pitch, and I, I think that worked in our favour as well because Spain has been all like to pass, 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 and the pitch probably wasn't wasn't you know conducive for, for them to do that. So I think those things worked in their favour. But I thought Scotland were just. Absolutely immense. I thought Hickey and Tierney are absolutely outstanding. Tierney for me is world class. I've said that on the, on the, the programme before. Hickey is absolutely immense. How many times do we talk about Robinson and Tierney being the left hand side and we're crying out for a, a right sided top top player? And, and I think Hickey, Hickey now, now, now is that. I, I genuinely believe that we're only one pl- position away from being a top top side. And if we, if we, if we were to somehow unearth a top you know, striker, I think we would be a top, top side. I really do. I think we've definitely got to aim for top space, top spot now. And the only concern really is, you know what's going on, you know what we're like, we'll always do well against the big teams and we'll always slip up against the, the, the kind of so-called middles. So the, 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 the games against Cyprus and, and Georgia are the ones that I worry about. The, the games against Spain and Norway will take care of themselves, I'm sure. And the, the thing, Nadim's bang on, Gordon, I think everyone would agree about the, the, you know, the striking mm-hmm. position. If you're talking about the other night We did it without our best one You know we don't have many But our number one striker Who would have started the game No doubt about it Wasn't available But I think I've got to give a lot of credit to Dykes I think he played his part Thought he was excellent Adin talks about the, the, the pitch We slaughtered the pitch at the weekend But it certainly helped us for the first yeah. goal So we're grateful of that Was it but was it a touch better than Saturday? I thought so uh, Does it matter? I thought so But I think, I, think we, I think we're looking at you know, we've got a great result on Tuesday night and we're still trying to down ourselves by going, well, Spain made eight changes of pitch, the, you know, the underestimate, which it probably did, but we've got to take the credit. I thought, one, the Steve Clark got it bang on. Team selection, bang on. Give them all the credit. Well, tactics, substitutions, you couldn't fault Steve Clark and his staff for the performance on Tuesday night. And the players got it bang on. Absolutely every one of them mm. And they played for each other They played with heart They played with passion And they got exactly what they deserved They did mention some names Mark You know about Tierney and, and Hickey for instance You could pretty much name them all I'm sure um, But it feels like in certain areas There's there's a real depth appearing all of a sudden You'll remember um, we, You know Stephen O'Donnell came in at a time When there weren't many right backs and he put in some brilliant performances at Wembley and various yeah. big results. And then the Euros came around, and it was like, well, you know, is it time to take a, a sort of a, a risk on Nathan Patterson if you like? He's young and, and untested, but now you've got him and Darren Hickey, and you've got Serie A midfielders like Lewis Ferguson, 
Getting just at Billy Gilmore Didn't get any game time at all um, Over the two games So it feels like there's a Bit of a depth appearing there all of a sudden is. Uh, Are players individually You look through the, the squad Are players individually Are all You know Holding their own Or most of them are holding their own At the club And the ones that aren't getting any game time It's because they're at Top clubs That, that it's difficult to get in those sides So Hickey's a prime example Of someone that Steve Clark Brought into the fold As a young player On the rise but who's now benefit from playing in the top league Now plenty of experience in Italy But going to the top league in England Has certainly brought him on You can see that he's just more comfortable And he's surrounding So when these big games come around now Tend to forget about the hickey in the summer When he was a wee bit out of his depth Just because he was finding his feet He's now grown into a, a tremendous player And then Patterson Patterson you know, comes on and you think Well once he's fully fit that sort of mirrors what happened on the other side, Robertson and Tierney. That's yeah, a great a position to be in. What, what formation does that lead to? Exactly. How many are we well, playing at the back here? Well, you, 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 is it four, se- four centre backs with two wing backs? You could backs then say, mm, well, put Parson and right side uh, the three. But Portis, the way Portis is oh, now adapted to his club. To side. Uh, honestly, it's, it's a great position to be in. Now, I would agree with Nadim. Uh, I'm not being negative But that is the one position I think we all go to And midfield We've got an embarrassment of riches And the wide areas Everything's clicking together Centre half We've got pace and aggression We don't have many Wide attacking options But we don't use them anyway No wingers Um, But with the formation we've got I think It all fits The focal point Dykes yes Good player Adams yes Shanklin can score goals in Scotland But Show Steve Clark Maybe didn't trust him enough Maybe the injury came into his head To put him in the squad First time Jacob Brown I don't think is ever Going to be the answer So it's where we're lacking a bit I'm a Dykes fan Right enough I think he, he Does well but At the final stages His chance at the end of the second half uh, The first half should I say Where he does great to get in and go A top mm. striker A Gareth Bale Who's carried Wales Or any other top striker In Europe Puts that away is this And that's just, a difference Just for clarity This is you not being negative right Yeah mm. Just checking Yeah, yeah. 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 That's uh, the only point I like Dykes But a top striker Puts that away Criticise uh, I, I like his tattoos <laughs> Imagine who I like his ink Imagine how daft you'd He's drawn Oh I know But a neck tattoos oh, I look so that uh, thank you to Nadim on 01419511025 Right let's uh, let's bring in Ewan McTeer Who is a journalist based out in Spain But as you can probably tell by the name And you're about to hear from the voice Very much Scottish So how has this all gone down uh, over in Spain Ewan over the last few days? Yeah hi guys Yeah as you can imagine not well It was it was strange to, to see this game from a Spanish point of view Because nobody really cared about it Until they lost it uh, they beat Norway fairly comfortably at the weekend. They come into this one, they're the big favourites. And you could tell there was a sense they weren't taking this game seriously. And I think that was uh, made clear when we saw the lineup. Eight changes. I couldn't believe it. I'd been semi confident for a while that this Spain team is going through a transition. Isn't the same Spain we've seen the last few years. But that eight changes, I couldn't believe it. I thought that was underestimating Scotland. Obviously, it backfired on them. And then as soon as they lost it, of course, you can imagine the post-mortem here in Spain um, has been quite intense. Nobody can quite believe how um, the the new coach, Luis de la Fuente, only his second game, how he, he got this one so wrong. And yet he, whether it was a self-preservation thing, came out afterwards and spoke about, you know, that he was he was generally quite pleased with elements of the performance. I assume that's not gone down very well. 
No, exactly. The post-match comments from him, from many of the players, they haven't gone down at all well here. Uh, lots of excuses, lots of, we were the better team, nine times out of ten, we would have won this, the grass was too long, lots of this, and uh, the Spanish press aren't buying it. They they know that Scotland were the better team on the day, they're not buying the players' excuses, and certainly not the coaches' excuses. So, um, yeah, real inquest has started there, and nobody is... Um, <laughs> you're right, it's probably a self-preservation thing he can't say in the second game that he, he got it wrong. Uh, but yeah, the Spanish press are not buying it And he's already on the back foot in, in that sense You mean to tell me that even in Spain They think Rodri was talking nonsense Oh, this is music to my ears <laughs> They absolutely do They absolutely do Him and David Garcia, the centre-back who, who said the grass was too long And um, the complaints about the pitch Every one of those kind of uh, post-match interviews That I think most of us uh, turned our noses up at um, The Spanish press did the exact same They weren't buying it They don't want a Spain team coming out with excuses as to why they didn't beat Scotland They want a Spain team that goes out and beats Scotland So no, uh, they turned that away Just as much as all of us did Oh good, that, that does make me feel better I must say, Gordon DL But at the same time, there's still a frustration Because I look at, around social media and, and in fact we're going to hear some comments as well From you know from John McGinn and Andy Robertson Just by Rodri saying it at all it then, it then becomes a legitimate debate almost I get what you and saying right They're not even buying it in Spain but it's still become this thing, this question, okay, were Scotland's tactics rubbish? Did Scotland do that? And I feel like it's obviously up with a little bit of bias. It shouldn't even be a question. No, I, I think I think you've got to sometimes, although you look at the Spanish squad and you think, right, okay, world-class players in there, uh, they come to Hamden, eight changes. I do think they underestimated Scotland. I've got to say that. And obviously Scotland got a terrific win I think you've just got to sometimes Walk off the pitch, put your hand up and say We were beat by the better team tonight And that's exactly what happened at Hamden on Tuesday You can make mm. all the excuses you want The real people, the real football people Know exactly how the game went Scotland deserved everything Their tactics were spot on And let's be honest about it, it's a terrific thing It's almost like these these players Some of these players at the top level Think that football oh, should yeah. be played one way And that's it like the Pep Guardiola way, where everything's nice to watch and it's a hundred passes, and then you score a goal on a perfect surface. They forget that teams are are tuned different ways. That managers, football is a game of thinking how you win the game rather than just playing the same way as your opponents. See, much better. But this is, I think, where my frustration comes because I would agree with that, but I also don't feel like it was a million miles away. For instance, right, it wasn't like. We've got someone who can take a long throw And any time we had the ball Anywhere near the halfway line It got shelled into the no, box And, no, and everyone went up and, and it was constantly booted along I, I don't feel like there was enough in it For that to even Not at all Not at the, all But as soon as, a, as soon as teams like Spain and Roger Come up against a, a physical Enough side Who play Slightly different from what a you know a Man City Arsenal game would be, it's like well the, the way they play is a bit rubbish, which of course is totally disrespectful and wrong. Has there been any room for praise for Scotland over in, in Spain, you know, or is it all about the sort of the wrongdoings of um, of their national team? Because we do it the opposite way around. To be fair, if Scotland are on the wrong end of a, a shock result, we don't tend to praise the opponent. We we start our own post mortem. 
No, you can imagine every hour of, of late night Spanish football radio was about 55 minutes of, of blasts in Spain. But but the last five minutes uh, is all about Scotland. Praising the players, McTominay for sure, obviously getting a lot of praise. But uh, maybe more than the players and, and Steve Clark, it's the, the Hampton atmosphere is what a lot of the, the Spanish press were impressed by. And there's a real aura about Scottish football every time they come there. We saw it early in the season when Real Madrid came to Celtic Park. Uh, the media, almost more than the players and squad, uh, have been there before, know how special these kind of nights can be. So um, I don't think they were underestimating that. I think the players and the, the coaching staff maybe did. So, yeah, the media really, you know, they've they've been to Hampden Park before. The last one, the 3-2, uh, about a decade ago, that was a special night as well. So they know that Hamden Park can be special on a night like that and uh, of course got lots of praise for the, the atmosphere especially for the, the correspondents that, that went over to Glasgow and were there in person It was a delight to be able to take advantage if Spain did underestimate Scotland or disrespect Scotland the only thing then would be are we safe to assume they won't make that mistake again when Scotland head over there? Yeah I'll tell you this with the with the comments from the players they haven't been echoed by the by the media in Spain, but you can tell there's a real there's a real niggle in uh, attitude in the squad as they flew back from Glasgow, and they're going to have marked this one out for revenge in the in the return game. You know, Rodri will still be there, David Garcia will still be there, Hossolu will still be there. They'll they'll really want to approach this the right way, really want to um, try and turn it around. Hopefully, hopefully by then Scotland can almost be uh, qualified that it won't matter. But you can tell the players are are looking to that return game, and I don't think they'll make this, the same mistake again. I'll tell you just one last thing that um, we've, we've spoken about all the mistakes, all the underestimating Spain did. One of the interviews that came out the day after from Hossolu really caught my eye because he's, he spoke about how they expected Scotland to play a back four, which really surprised me because for the last several years, Scotland have, have tended to play with three centre-backs, especially games like this. I think most of us expected the, the kind of formation that we saw. So the fact that they went in there thinking there would be a back four, um, not being aware of that, that really just seemed to me like like a kind of naivety um, from a rookie international coach. So, yeah, by the time we play them in October again in Spain, uh, I don't think they'll be making the same mistakes. But those three points will still count on the board at the end of the at the end of the campaign Absolutely Ewan we appreciate your time that was Ewan McTeer he's a Spanish football journalist as you can hear he clearly was delighted with the result uh, the other night and given us the the lowdown from what's going on over there and it's it's good to know that they're not happy Gordon that just that just adds to it three points is good yeah. if you can make other people miserable that's the Listen, <laughs> sp- I, I hope every works. team we play go away from Hamden not happy um, but it will add a little bit of spice to mm. the return game I've got to say but Scotland are but for uh, 01419511025 Good time to call Let's hear you 01419511025 This is Scottish Football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson is here So is Gordon DL And they're both Waiting for you to get in touch 01419511025 And if you would rather tweet You can do that as well At Clyde SSB We just got the Inside track from over in Spain I enjoyed that Enjoyed knowing that we've uh, Managed to ruffle a few feathers After the game Of course a lot of the post-match discussion Has centred around those comments From Rodri moaning about Scotland's rubbish uh, Tactics and time-wasting And falling over Obviously not entirely sure What Spanish for irony is But there we are Um, Let's hear from John McGinn He's been speaking to Sky today And returning to Aston Villa and, and spoke about that as well as looking back on the game And looking forward to the rest of the campaign 
I don't really have a huge amount of reaction. I wasn't really sure that there's something that, that could be targeted at us falling about and wasting time, absolutely. If uh, if anyone expects us to go head to head with Spain in a tikka taka battle for 90 minutes and expect us to come away with three points, then there's absolutely no chance. So I think everyone needs to get a bit of realism about it, realise that we need to find a way how to beat Spain and we managed to do it. The grass is a bit long. The pitch was a little bit sticky, but it's in Scotland and it's not in Spain, so <laughs> that's the benefits of being the home team. So I thought we, we handled the game well, maturely. Um, did we waste time a wee bit? Aye, absolutely, because we were winning from an early early point. Mm-hmm. Um, will we rolling about the challenges? No, we were the same as the, the Spain players, so don't really agree with that, but. Spain have a top top team And I'm sure I'm sure they'll be back Having said that I did like Aaron Hickey Though <laughs> <laughs> Rolling onto the pitch mm-hmm. But look the, There is nothing wrong with that We have been victim uh, Of stuff like this For many a year Where we fell victim To, to time wasting And gamesmanship And it's You know It's okay for other teams to do it And we've got all About our business I think John McGinn Summed it up there Went about the game In a mature fashion that they managed the game well Once they got them their necks in front That's exactly what they did Manage the games Now we've got big players at big clubs Who are now used to tactics like that um, And we utilised it well So I, I think he spoke very very well there And I think most of the people Or Scottish fans watching that game Would agree Very honest interview uh, I like the fact that See I like people that think out the box I know this has been tried before But Obviously Steve Clark's noticed the pitch from the weekend He knows that Spain are coming into town He played that to our advantage Grass a wee bit long Does it matter? At the end of the day it worked for us We got the first goal where slip and down the left hand side I just think we're But here's the thing We could have slipped as yeah. well Do you know what I mean? It's not like But the, they did, the, we didn't It's some sort of coordinated effort that would guarantee Obviously when it's a bit heavier than The team mm. who favours speedy ball possession will We'll lose out But I, mean, I, I, th- I think we're taking a wee bit of credit away from What we achieved um, Mark uh, used a great word there Managed we, well, The minute we're 2-0 Manage the game And that's what good pros do They manage the game They make sure that There's not anything that mm. Has got to put them under a bit of pressure With 5-10 minutes to go Letting Spain in with a goal Or whatever it may be it just, What it's... I couldn't understand as well Just listening to the reporter Ewan In Spain was how badly could the Spanish coach get our formation wrong? You know, yeah, teams could get me a four, but you must recognise that they played with a three at the weekend, so it could possibly be a three. So you just can't go there with a, 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 a thing in your head that's a back four. I thought that Spain got it all wrong and we got it all right. Now let's bring in Paul, who's on the line. How are you, Paul? I'm good, I'm good. Okay, uh, man, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking the WhatsApp group would be a great idea. No, Paul, I can, <laughs> let's hear it for the people. I, 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 I've got, a, I've got a gore story that I can't. I actually, there's no way. Just I you shut up, Gaff. Just you hang up as we speak. Anyway, no, I just, I, I mean, as predicted, we went from being, you know, a, a, a well-oiled side to being world beaters, uh, but, but you know. Out with our first 11, we've still got a few weaknesses. Uh, the centre-forward position, I 
the goalkeeping position is a big worry in the sense of the lack of experience. And I don't, I don't know if anything's happened, anything's happened with David Marshall and, and Steve Clark, but I would be having him or someone like that. I know Craig Gordon's injured, um, but you know an older head, almost like a Joe Hart figure, if you like, with the goalkeepers, because you're going away to Spain, you're going away to Norway with Haaland, who's going to batter, be a batter ram into the six-yard box. So that worries me. There's there's a dearth of talent at the at the, the, the other end of the pitch, and then you've got people like Ryan Jack, David Turnbull are on the fringes of their own sides. So it's not all. I'm not trying to be negative, but apart from the the stellar first eleven, there's not a lot of depth. Take the oh, take listen the striker point. Everyone agrees with you, but I mean David Turnbull didn't make the squad. Nathan Patterson. Is the sort of backup right back now Billy Gilmore didn't get a single minute Lewis Ferguson's in Serie A And didn't um, come on for any meaningful um, Length of time The defence has been praised But over the last couple of campaigns Over the last couple of games Sorry, we're talking about guys like John Souter Who scored against Denmark um, And various others have had rave reviews Playing in there as well Striker, I think everyone would, would agree But you're not being a, a bit harsh elsewhere on the pitch well, when you rain those off, then uh, may, maybe so. Um, but I, I just think the goalkeeping, it was a bit, bit of a strange one. Uh, if, if, if it's with Liam Kelly um, and you know, Xander Clark only get a game at Hearts because he Craig Gordon, then if then Hearts to Angus Gunn, are, are these guys going to be good enough in, in away games? It's one thing playing at Hampden, it's another thing playing away games. So I just, I mean, does the panel think there's any other goalkeepers? That you know, were, were, have been in the squad previously that, that 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 could come in. Well, previously probably not, but Steve Clark is looking at the Brighton goalkeeper, so that yeah, might Jason be Steele. adding to to his his quota in terms of goalkeepers. Well, Angus Gunn, I don't think he had much to do. I think, but I, I do think he looked assured in, in both games, and I think we've got to give him time. To, to show what he can do when called upon Which he will be in this group But on, Just what, quickly sorry what Paul said there About being inexperienced Of course all three are But what we've seen with the rest of the squad it, When you don't have loads of options It really Surely the, the priority becomes Getting Angus Gunn experienced and quickly There's no point in now going Right well we know he had a half a mistake there So let's give Xander Clark a game mm, that, that wasn't brilliant either Let's try Liam Kelly I'm not saying that it's just his Irrespective of what he does But one of them Is going to need to try And rack up some experience well, Quickly Exactly And, and Paul and asks about, about David Marshall There's the There's the emotional thing of You know Is he going to come out of retirement And How is David Marshall's form this season well Is it any better than Angus Gunn's Probably not But international football is funny That You could have the most experienced club player In, in the league Come into your side And people say Well he's inexperienced at this level It's a game of football You know so what do, do you need 10 caps, 12 caps to be classed as experience? Look at our young players. By the way, some of them come on the other night and I'm thinking, wow, they've got how many caps? But that's credit to the manager who's blooded them in at the right time. I think we're fortunate that we've now got a full squad that has amassed quite a lot of caps. The goalkeeping position... So it was a huge problem being, for a while. That It was a huge problem, but the goalkeeping position is the oddity in that. You look at that Spanish team, talking about them in transition... We're fortunate we don't have that We don't have it really in one position And I think it looks fine at the minute Now the Brighton goalie may come in To challenge him It's not wrong with that It's not wrong with having too many good goalkeepers in the squad But I think Angus Gunn 
deserves a bit of stick. He was he was he was under pressure, by the way. Deserves some game. stick. Eh, sorry, deserves sorry, deserves some credit. He was he was getting some stick from people before he even played. He was under mm. a, a bit of pressure. Now, he didn't have a lot to do, but he looked fine. To me. Paul is bang on. If you're talking factually, Gordon, they're inexperienced. You know, is mm. he, he almost acknowledges himself if if the answer to the question of is there anyone else? If the answer to that's no, then. <laughs> A great deal of options there You're going to have to get Angus Gunn experience quickly The way I look at it is He's had two caps, two clean sheets You can take confidence for that um, Yes, he'll be um, Asked questions in, in the campaign Of course he will Going away from home He'll have to be the probably the main man at times um, We've got to give him that opportunity I'm, I'm, I'm not too Okay, we're looking at Brighton goalkeeper I don't know a lot about him I've not seen him that, that often To say, yeah, he's better than Angus Gunn But right now I think we've got good backup I think we've got good squads Now, you're looking at Kelly You're looking at Clark Two club players that are playing very well just now Yes, Paul's right about Clark If if Craig Gordon's fit at heart He's number two Just quickly because we're running out right. of time if there, is a, if there is a glance towards Jason Steele of Brighton And trying to look at that Does that suggest a lack of faith in Xander Clark and Liam Kelly? Or is it just about trying to get the best you can Irrespective of uh, honestly, Anything looking else? at the situation with the goalkeepers being in the squad and the many times and have not had a, a cap yet, yeah, I think he's looking for better. Mm. Thank you, Paul. We're a bit late for this. Appreciate you getting in touch. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.co.uk/football. One of you lost on Tuesday, did you not? No, 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 no Beat no, the no, pony no. Sent him packing oh, Back to his stable pony, yeah. You did <laughs> Trotted <laughs> off with his tail yeah, Between his legs, legs didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, keep them coming oh, uh, Keep them coming <laughs> <laughs> Fell down, giddy up <laughs> You're just saying <laughs> horse <laughs> yeah. Horse things do It's uh, pony Oh, your pony That is the number you need You need to call before 7 o'clock And it could be you who plays Mark Wilson or Gordon DL next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here Both keen for you to join them though 01419511025 it's not often that we get good Scotland results to look back on. It's getting more and more often in the last few years, we have to say. Uh, so we're milking it for all it's worth. But at 7 o'clock on Thursday, with big games in the league on Saturday, you might want to move on to domestic football in the second part of tonight's show. Or you can keep it coming uh, with all your thoughts on Scotland and Rodri's tears and Steve Clark and the players and the campaign and all the rest of it. So 0141 951 1025 And we'll get to you after this So this is a perfect time to give us a call Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right Beat the Pundit time I forgot you won on Tuesday actually It just feels like you two are always on the back of a defeat But no, good good win against Crazy Pony um, On Tuesday Let's bring in Cammy this evening How's it going Cammy? I not bad, thanks Gordon, how are you? Not bad, thank you. Have you ever played before? Uh, no. Good. By the way, this is this is what amazes me about this show. It's beat the pundits are a good old innings. It's been going for a few years. We what do we do? Two hundred and twenty odd midweek shows a season. 
the amount of people that are still phoning in for the first time because mm. the thought of embarrassing you two is just too good to resist. Very rarely happens, so mm, Cammy's certainly not going to be one of them. Cammy so. sounds a bit boring, doesn't he? To be honest. Sorry, Cammy. He, he must be good. <laughs> yeah, you, you do, Cammy. There's no much about you. He's just <laughs> got to be living up Cammy, a wee bit. You're Cammy on radio. Did not come on the radio there's to be slaughtered <laughs> by you two. There's people listening to you out there. Come on, Cammy. What's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, heads, heads, it'll be. Mark Wilson tells it will be Gordon DL and his heads. It's you in the saddle right. again. All right. Oh, nice. See night. what you've done. Come on, Cammy. Liven up. Let's give Mark some play too to listen to Cammy. I know they talk a lot of nonsense, so it's, it's hard to react sometimes, but we're ready. We've got 30 seconds on the clock. Just answer as many as you can. And if you'd rather pass and move on, that is fine, okay? Right, perfect. Cheers. Let's go. 30 seconds starting... No. Who were the last team to beat Scotland men's team in an international game? There's Croatia. Which former Celtic player started for Greece against Gibraltar on Friday? Jackie Marcus. How many different spells did Kenny Miller have at Rangers? Three. Who did Steve Clark replace as Scotland manager? Uh, Alex Gleish. What's the biggest stadium in the Scottish Championship? Um, Fahill. Who beat England in the final of Euro 2020? Italy. Name the only Scottish side that Paul Lambert has managed. Uh, Motherwell. Okay, Mark Wilson, you got us. Yeah, ready? Yeah, just enjoying the music there. Dirty dancing took I me back to the summer. Lot, but you do look particularly red-faced tonight. Oh, yeah. Is there uh, you got everything okay? Uh, that hoodie on here. You, and you think roasted it? You <laughs> think studio. it's uh, the, the hoodie that's given that away? Mm. Camel colour. I was going to say, what, what colour would we oh, call it's that? Not the base. Camel. Camel. That is not the best. Alex Ray isn't he here. <laughs> Goes with the beard and the, the hair. That's what I'm going for. Do you remember that actually? Do you remember that years yeah. ago? Well, the last time we discussed a camel mm-hmm. coloured item of clothing in this show mm-hmm. took an unexpected turn. <laughs> it took a really <laughs> unexpected <laughs> turn. How did Cammy do there? Cammy oh. did alright. Yeah. Are you ready, Mark? Aye. Let's go. 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. <sighs> Who were the last team to beat Scotland's men's team in an international game? Uh, Turkey. Which former Celtic player started for Greece against Gibraltar on Friday? Oh, Samaras. <laughs> See back. How many different spells did Kenny Miller have at Rangers? Three. Who did Steve Clark replace as Scotland manager? Gordon Strachan. What is the biggest stadium in the Scottish Championship? Oh, Bimby. Who beat England in the Euro 2020 final? Italy. Name the only Scottish side Paul Lambert managed. Livingston. That was woeful oh, it was ro- That was woeful. woeful I feel like deducting points from you uh, Turkey were the last team to beat Scotland Cammy I'm afraid So Mark goes 1-0 in front Jackimakis Anyone? <laughs> Someone else <laughs> oh. Is he back? Uh, oh. Georgia Samaras right That's now? a dreadful he must be the same age as me <laughs> He was the only <laughs> I can I think He's of. kept himself fit <laughs> Incredible, incredibly bad. Ah, that was a poor answer. Nah, he, he's thirty-eight. It's possible, but come on. Come didn't on. he think he was bad? He didn't move much when he was, he was playing. One all. Um, Kenny Miller had three spells at Rangers. You both got it, so we're still level. Alex McLeish my was my. before Stevie Clark. Oh, come on, Mark. Oh, come on, Mark. Why did you say You have to say striking in your head. So that's one up to Cammy. Oh, uh, Cammy's leading what? Boring Cammy's leading You got is that it? right Here we go 
<laughs> Listen, he's got three Cammy lining up now. And a ball on the way to Cammy. Three two Cammy. You counted that already? Oh, he got Jacques Marcus. He got Jacques Marcus. Three two to Cammy. What a game this is. The biggest stadium in the championship. For Hill? Cammy said for Hill. But it's Den's Park oh, oh, Tell me what you're saying now <laughs> <laughs> 11,850 For anyone that's counting Or oh, the Kilmac Stadium Is it sometimes In fact should we deduct that from Mark Because he didn't call it The Kilmac Stadium No you've got to Kill give Great shout sir um, A wonderful night of course Um Italy beat England in the final of Euro 2020 Do you think you'll ever forget Do you think when you look back on that final and Hold on Why was the final of Euro 2020 played in July 2021? The fact <laughs> that they just kept the name weird. Yeah. Anyway We move on um, You both got that So we still level? Yeah mm-hmm. One more question What is it? And you just Oh he's got that right the skin of your teeth got there in time though He's got it right What is the question The only Scottish side That Paul Lambert managed Livingston Was Livingston Cammy Motherwell I'm going to stick up for you here Win, lose or draw There is no chance I am letting you take stick Off a guy That thought Georgius Samaras Played for Greece On Friday I So questions are scam anyway So it's alright Exactly I take it away from him Unlucky Cammy Hardlines <laughs> No worries, see you later. Good man. Well done, Cammy. Uh, Hall of victory. Uh, no, not at all. Tainted title. How, how many did no, I no, get? No. I think five there, maybe. No. Four or five? Five? To be very boring, Cammy, you done all right? He lied up a bit. Five, five, four. I did. Five, he thought four. he had a ball, didn't he? He thought five, he had a ball. He's like, yeah, come on, we'll look the back. We're going out the back. As <laughs> soon as he got Jacques uh, he thought he was it. Brought down to earth, Jamie. We'll play Kirby. You know what? I was even surprised at that myself. I thought, has he came out of retirement? And Woof. I've not read that. Dundee was to? excellent. Ah, thanks. thanks excellent. Excellent. I thought that was hard. Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. Think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round the grounds, don't you? Think? Yeah, that's why you look to the ball, didn't you? <sighs> I was fair, I mean, there's only there. about a thousand in it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I know I've played at both, and mm. it's always a bigger crowd. Sat on the bench at both and counted the seats. <laughs> 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 I had a little look yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything to kill the time. What's George's Samaras up to? Just out of curiosity, ah, he'll just be. I don't know Let's look him up Enjoying, enjoying <clears throat> Greece won't he? Do you know Remember you were talking about Kusan on Tuesday night mm-hmm. And you were saying that Mark could catch him now Apparently that's a lot of muscle That he's put on he's, he's Well I must I, I do agree with that actually I thought he, it was the other the way The size of his calves He looked like a But that I, I don't care Where the weight gain has came, come from I just think Mark would catch him now. I saw him running well, onto the pitch. You look at, can you we look drop at the word now? Everybody keeps saying now. No, it was only one time he ran by me. I, 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 so what, did you deliberately go slow that time, or? Well, I slowed down. If you if you look back at the club, I had him and I slowed down. I missed my opportunity. He's Kieran Tierney, and you are at that eye. Him up was dragging mm. his eye rear end the other night. Well, apparently, well, you look at the hundred meter runners now, the sprinters, all muscle. So he might still be there for you, Mark. By the way, I, I'm now going to start a campaign to find out what Georgius Samaras is up to. He's, 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 he'll not be up to much. He's, he'll be living a quiet life. I'm on his Wikipedia. I'm having a look around. There's, there's been <laughs> no mention of Georgius <laughs> Samaras. He wasn't playing on Tuesday night, be, that's for he'll, sure. He'll be going about somewhere with a pair of joggies on with one leg rolled up. He, he'll love that. There has been no mention of him anywhere in the last up. six years. I can't see any mention of him. Ah, he'll, he'll not need to work again. Big Sammy looked after him. You were there at the same time as him, weren't you? Aye. Aye, aye. Were you friendly? He was a great guy. Ah, he was. Lovely big guy. Ah, 
Very nice no, I've honestly now got a bad word to say about him Good, thanks for that insight 0141951125 I was hoping for something a bit more It's always that Well actually some, sometimes Listen. Five minutes into a game He couldn't be bothered And he quite, quite often got the feel for it but, but when he was on it When he was on it He could run by He's anybody. not listening Just give it to him I can't open That's up. the thing There's others I would but Open or who? He's always banging on See that Don't get me started on him You didn't like him did you? He was just arrogant beyond belief 01419511025 Let's hear from the Scotland captain He's now the second highest ever In terms of number of caps as captain Andy Robertson um, he's racked up a fair few And this was his take on returning to uh, Club duty today with Liverpool Speaking to Sky It was an excellent camp We had a really good week leading up to the two games And we knew we were you know, ready for the, the challenges ahead Obviously Saturday and Tuesday were two completely different games Saturday we dominated the ball a bit more And had a bit more pressure on us And we dealt with that well And then Tuesday obviously Kind of speaks for itself. We had a belief within the squad, within the you know everyone behind the scenes that we could get a result, and it was about trying to follow the game plan that we put in place. And I think we followed it pretty perfectly, which always helps. And I think to a man, we were excellent. We won our individual battles, and then you know I think we got the result that that we deserved. I think anyone that watched the game couldn't really argue that. You know, we limited Spain to chances, you know, very limited chances, and you know we created a good few ourselves. So really happy with the week we had. Obviously, it's only the start of the group. You know, we obviously have aims to to try and get to the Euros, and we've took the first step. But you know, there's plenty more still to go. Let's bring in uh, David. In fact, you know what? Just quickly before we do that, I'm, I'm alarmed. In fact, we've just heard from Andy Robertson. It's a great milestone for him this week. Like I say, he's now the second highest caps as captain holder. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And you've chosen tonight as the first night in the last four months to come in without your Andy Robertson hoodie on. <laughs> Is there a reason for that? Have you finally put it in the wash? Excuse me. I actually gave it a wash. That thing could walk to the studio oh, itself. Oh, it's it's well used. Every night. We, we spoke behind your back. Well oh, used. here he comes again. I wonder if AR26 AR is in the car park. <laughs> I know. Even his car's got it. Have you noticed his car? AR26. I'm on personal car. I've <laughs> tipped it on. A red plate. Yeah, well done, Andy. A terrific. Yeah, unbelievable. It is a good achievement, and I saw. I think it was it was like Sky Retro or something put up a clip the other day of him speaking, reacting to his first ever call up um, right. when he was at Dundee United. I think yeah. it was around twenty fourteen. Well, the interesting thing with that is remember the story. Gordon Strachan called him up to the squad to train with the, the first team at Hamden mm-hmm. and liked what he saw that much. Yeah. You know, just a shadow player that you then get fast tracked through. And it doesn't feel like that long ago, but you'll appreciate this humour. It was. He's there at St Andrews, I assume it is, where Dundee United are training. His hair's a bit kind of long, a bit scruffy, sort of blown mm. in the wind, curly at the front, and he's got one of those Under Armours on, the kind of um, you know high neck type, yeah, got and one. then a, a black top underneath. And someone I saw people commenting on it saying he looks like he's about to make his debut in the Grand National. He <laughs> 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 does look alarmingly <laughs> like a jockey yeah. in this video. There wasn't much about him in those days. He was a skinny. He's you gone know, on and lad. I was thinking about a horse. Right, he's gone on and done not too badly. Oh, I think we'll oh, agree. Let's right. bring in David and Barhead. What's your point tonight, David? Um, well, I'd like to make a wee point and congratulate Steve Clark and the squad for two fantastic results. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole team played great. I mean, I, I mean that was fantastic. But the Spanish whinging and complaining has has just it's shocking. I mean, 
Spain have renowned as a team for diving and trying to win penalties. And for them to start claiming that's what we were doing is shocking. The, ro- the, glass, the grass was too wrong. I'm, I'm surprised they're not claiming it was the wrong colour of green or something. But <laughs> they've been shown to be a mediocre team who underestimated Scotland and, un- and overestimated their own ability to win a game. And were shown up for being just that, a mediocre team who... <clears throat> Who'd, who'd, who'd flat up to, to deceive They could get a few chances But nothing extraordinary Yeah I, I think that's Mark The it, Like we said There's the The sore loser bit of it But but the irony bit of it If you're talking about Going down too easily I mean I don't, I don't really care What Spain have done in the past But just Let's limit ourselves to the other night They clearly tried to buy a penalty In quite dramatic fashion oh. In fact, if like VAR doesn't dish out yellow cards as we know, but it is a frustration that when, when if there's a check that goes on and it's not given, quite often if a player's gone down, you see people moaning that you know that player should be dealt with retrospectively. Yeah. So um, there's a, there's a sort of irony to it as just, well. See, just on that, I think that should be a rule because it's blatant cheating, and if we've got the cameras there to to catch it out, then it should be dealt with. But uh, yeah, the one <laughs> the one in the first half was ridiculous. Uh, so Rodri in particular Loses all sense of reality there Where he's on He's obviously hurting That they've been defeated He's forgotten about How his own teammates Have conducted themselves But let's let's be honest David says a mediocre team Yes they were mediocre On Tuesday night But they made eight changes So I'm pretty certain Steve Clark and the players mm-hmm. Won't get complacent sure. When we play them again Because they are a very good side And let's not take anything away From your boys By saying oh we beat a mediocre Spain team <laughs> It's Spain's side very good players Even the ones that came in Are very good We just outplayed them David Wright though Gordon If you look at the quality Of chances they created It was nowhere near What you would have Would have anticipated I mean you remember The, the Gary Caldwell day Beating mm-hmm. France at Hamden Thierry Henry Spat the dummy afterwards These things happened But the thing about The France games They were great And you can't take anything away But they They were smash and grab They really Really were Now that France side Was top So there's no shame in it Whatsoever but, but they were smash and grab Whereas the other night It just wasn't like that It, it was it was nowhere near like that If you think of Lyndon Dyke's chance um, Lauren Shanklin's mm-hmm. chance To put gloss on it And it's funny Because before the break We were talking about Angus Gunn And it got into my head In two games it, No one was No one was ever even Through on goal At any point You know there was never that You know he had a header to save But there was never actually a moment Where a team created Like that proper Opening I thought the other night that it was a Spanish team that their egos were dented, Gordon. I think that's why they've responded. I thought, listen to uh, you and over in Spain talking about the feedback they're getting over there about the Spanish coach who's just new, obviously, and after a disappointing World Cup campaign. Um, <clears throat> I just, uh, there's a lot of excuses getting branded about. I don't think we hype up ourselves enough. I think the last two games. Yep, there was bits in the Cyprus where I think a lot of people weren't very happy, but it was still three. It was a clean sheet. I just, I had a feeling because of the way this group's grown together. There's a lot of players there have come through and the disappointments of the Euros and of some highs and lows, and they've come through that together with the manager. And I think that's shown dividends now. I think they're playing with a lot of confidence. I think they're playing very well indeed. You play against a Spain team, whether they make eight changes or not, you get a clean sheet and you can hardly say your goalkeeper's man of the match, can you? I, th- I just thought Scotland got everything right on the night, to be honest. David, how optimistic are you about the rest of the campaign? Or 
is it still laced with a bit of fear? If you know, if you think if if Spain revert to their strongest side, they'll be at home. They won't want to make the same mistakes again. Norway might have Haaland back and so on. Is it? Are there a few elements of fear in there, or are you optimistic? We couldn't have made a better start. I mean, if you'd said to us we were going to have played two, one, two, scored five, because you did none, did I lock you up? Did I put you on medication? But as, as you've already said, these players are playing well. They're playing under a way that Steve Clark wants them to play, and they're getting results. And to be honest, we might not win the group, but I, I can't see any reason if we keep playing the way we're playing, we can keep away from injuries and suspensions, that we can't go through as the second best team. Looking forward to it anyway, David. It's going to have to go on the back burner for a bit. Maybe this would be the time. Uh, to do that Maybe we'll start hearing From some club managers next If you like the sound of that 01419511025 Stuart Kettlewell uh, Saying he now accepts That after much debate um, Fashion Sakala's goal At Fir Park A couple of, Or last week Was onside There's all these accusations About wonky lines And all that stuff And he was unclear But the Motherwell manager now um, Accepts it So we'll hear from him And you are actually You're getting a bit of stick From your fellow pundits here Roger oh. Hanna's been in touch He's trying to take that victory off you Why? Because when he I said it? What's the biggest stadium In the championship You said Dundee And he says that's not a stadium And he also says I wouldn't have given that to you Gordon Deal As a correct answer oh, That's a fair, fair comment for you, Roger Roger Just you concentrate in the paper Mate You're not on the night 01419511025 You got something to add? <laughs> Roger's nickname He just did a, a certain Anyway I was giving you a bit of I'm going to call him that Never mind We'll be back with more of your calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here You can still get in touch between now and 8 o'clock on the phones Or Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, We've got the answer to the question That's been burning everyone For Samaras. the last 10 minutes James O'Neill says Samaras is now in the boardroom of OFI Crete I mean I assume that's a football team But it could be literally anything Really? So, uh, sounds like a, a In the boardroom like right, now, just right now <laughs> yeah, like Physically <laughs> Having a few scoops <laughs> And enjoying a buffet oh, no, or no, Matthew's, up, Matthew's updated it He says that he was the VP and CEO Busy man Of OFI Crete Until last September No idea what he did after So it could be anywhere He was what? The VP. CEO Did you say? Vice President VP And CEO apparently Or vinegar peanut. Now for people who you'd never think Would go into that role He's got to be VP The top one that I've ever played with <laughs> well, There you go That you could think Oh don't get me wrong he's not, he's not there anymore apparently So who knows It could be could be anywhere wow. right. yeah. Well good... you wouldn't think It was centre forward For Celtic Would be flying planes Would you? What's his name? Oh Brabant Brabant <laughs> I wonder where you're why? going with it <laughs> I know it's a subtle difference But Why did you just call him Brat Pack Like some sort of tribute act <laughs> yeah, I don't I can't, I can't, I can't, Did really you play with him? Did you play with him? Shut up What? what? what year, Are what you year? for real? Yeah what year did he play? 98 Oh you didn't play with him no. No, he, fly, he flies planes now, doesn't he? The, yeah, he does. But there why do you know nothing about his career? He's—he's. He's, I would say 
I think he's the best friend you've got you, on you, this earth now. Thanks. Do, do you know I I, I was down at Glenet picking up a, a golf club a day and what sort of shameless plug was that? Don't yeah. even go there. <laughs> and we told that and sounds James, like an entirely unnecessary been detail. Very good to me. Which means I'd that you're say, trying to get something. Oh yeah, a golf club. Uh, well done, boys. I told you I get that plug in. <laughs> I can see right <laughs> Take through. Take the bat off that good price. Masterly oh, brilliant. Done. Brilliant. No, that's a club for nothing. Right through that. But what I'm going to say a positive. Somebody turned around and says to me. Mark Wilson was a real good player, wasn't he? Mm. I says, I have mm. absolutely no idea. Because I've never seen him play. Honestly, I think I'll oh. expect a club coming my way. Also. <laughs> I think all things considered. We've got, we've got a set coming I up. Think all things considered, I think he is your best friend. Uh, you absolutely not, Chance. I genuinely do. You I think he is. speak to I'm, anybody else. I can't think, yeah. Aye. There's absolutely no, I wouldn't cross the road with him. Absolutely and you know nothing about his career. I'm standing right here. You don't need to be that hard. I phoned me last Sunday. Why don't you get a taxi at my house? I went seriously. If you get married again, he'll be the best man. Absolutely not. A no. wee Chris will be. If it's not, if it's not, <laughs> if it's not me or him, I can't think of who's who it's going to be. be. And quite frankly, I'd like to conduct the ceremony. What about my big mate, the a relative, you big Marco boy? Right. Okay, that's like the big one other banana. person I can Hold think of. Hold on a of. minute. I'm getting. Dump for I'm Mar- getting dumped anyway. for Marco <laughs> anyway. Marco Right let's move on This show's taking an even weirder turn I'm that. not getting married again Just in case the females are, are out there your, your Twitter will blow up I've turned your I'll mic off <laughs> Here's Give the nice <laughs> Nice transition back to club football With your full time teaser tonight oh. Stephen says Can you name nine former Rangers players To have scored at least once in the English Championship this season? It's a great question. Can you name nine former Rangers players who've scored at least one in the English Championship this season? Like on. <laughs> Lob. What, what was the goal again? Lob, Gunn, Hudders, oh. Huddersfield. That's right. This was Norwich. The 110 second <laughs> clip you've seen of Angus Gunn this season. You've mentioned it about 50 times in the last two weeks. Windass. He is in League One, I think, isn't he? Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. Oh, sorry. So he is. Uh, Warrell. No. No. Who's? Who's? the Premier League with Forest. Ah, this is going to be too uh, difficult. I reckon. Uh, oh. Oh, who? Uh, Diallo. Brilliant. Well done. Yeah, Sunderland. Ahmad Diallo. He scored a few. He's yeah. In very good form. Um, okay, we can leave it there. You've got seven more to get. Can you name nine former Rangers players who've scored in the English Championship this season? And thanks to Stephen, he sent that over to me on the email fulltime at clyde1.com. What was that noise? I, I don't know. I think that'll be a proposal for me. That's Wilson's phone. phone. Oh, no, mine's is on silent. So's mine. So's mine. No, mine, is it? Hold on. I thought <laughs> we had a Gary Lineker moment on oh, our hands there. Oh, <laughs> Roger Hanna Can I be an usher <laughs> uh, Right keep, keep your questions Coming in Like Stephen did tonight Full time at Clyde1.com Let's start hearing From some Club managers we're Tentatively We're easing our way back To the Premiership action I'm sure it will be A bit more full on Tomorrow night We'll hear from Michael Beale tomorrow Ange Postacoglu tomorrow And various others Um, Let's hear from Stuart Kettlewell Because A refreshing change About this uh, International break Is we've not Really moaned About VAR That much I think we did it At the start of the The break certainly Um, But Stuart Kettlewell Spoke today He's still calling for Consistency from officials After discussing several uh, recent 
incidents he's, he's used the break to discuss them with Crawford Allen Things he feels have gone against Motherwell um, And of course there was that contentious one a couple of weeks ago Or what he felt was contentious at the time um, When the VAR off sidelines were touching each other And here's what he had to say on that I was told in no uncertain terms If the lines are touching The attacking player gains the advantage So that's what I'll now work off of From, from that I did question that decision As, as you guys probably know post-match um, and it's and it's where I stick my hands up and say, well, by all accounts, then Fashion Sakala should be should be waved onside and the goal should count. But I now think then and, and the flip side of that, that's how it needs to be moving forward because that's what we've been told. With with all due respect, and I, I I'd love to, I'd, I'd have loved the Motherwell to be on the receiving end of some big injustice and we could stir up a campaign. I'd lead it with this man to my right. Yeah, that will be the way it is going forward to Stuart Kettlewell and. It, it has been that way I've said it on this show Many times this season That 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 wasn't a secret And fine If people need clarity Or whatever Fine That's what we're here for And that's what the refereeing department's there for But it's always been that way Since VAR got brought in here If those lines touch Benefit to the attacker Which means If the, if you're given as offside You're actually off by Not loads But you're off by a decent bit We don't really do the whole toenail thing Because there needs to be gaps Between the lines Yeah So by all means people can keep fighting their corner They can keep debating things But maybe we're not helping ourselves I mean we had we had proper debates We I saw I saw newspaper articles I saw former referees I saw lots of pundits and ex-players And certainly loads of fans Holding up that Fashion Sakala incident As if it was factually wrong Putting it like a, like a matter of fact That this is a blunder And something's going on And that should have been given as offside yeah. When you've now got the Motherwell manager actually holding his hands up and saying, okay, if that's the reason, then I accept it. So uh, there's been <coughs> enough debate around it for me to then think that everybody didn't know that that was what should be applied. So even there you are, our manager in the Premiership saying that he didn't know, but he's now been corrected. I've got to hold my hands up, Gordon. I didn't quite know that. No. The well, chances no, I, of it happening I've told you to that Before yeah, the game I did know that. The, the chances of it happening Are probably s- That close are, are, are probably relatively slim Throughout the year But I, I must admit I'm not entirely sure Of that So I wasn't on the show that day um, But I, I must admit I didn't know But there you are There's a the proof Sure Kettlewell Didn't know A manager You've just said That there's been loads of debates There's been newspaper articles That people saying It's factually incorrect What's the solution? I guess at the start of the season, I suppose just another brief snapshot of what maybe wasn't explained Fair, clearly right. or what we didn't I, take I, on board. I think the managers know that. No, but I think partially fair, right? Because hold on, this is not all. This is not all about knowledge, because there has to be an element of trust. Bearing in mind, it's the only, it's the main bit of VAR where you're just kind of giving your trust to the technology. There's not. That it's not the same level of subjectivity that you'd get. You're not looking at a red card challenge. It doesn't matter if the camera's in line, all that stuff. We, we've said all this before. The cameras are calibrated so that when the lines get plotted, and granted, you have to identify the correct part of of the attacker's body and the defender's body. It then tells you, you know, what what the script is with those lines. So. Whether you know for sure about this thing about you know if they're touching. Does there not also just need to be an element of trust if if the technology says offside? One hundred percent. By the I, way, I, I would never make anyone trust it hundred percent because everything's flawed. Everything is, but 
just a, like I say, a level, line, a reasonable uh, listen, level lines, of trust. The lines for me, the offside 99. for me, no, it's a it's hundred percent. I think. Uh, oh, by the way, we, no, it's probably not been, because I don't think anything mm, is. No. But even no just technology, a, just a level of calibrates trust. it, and mm. I think it, I think perhaps things could be missed, like we saw in the Arsenal game. Remember where exactly, stages get, of play? Now that's where it'll get missed. But if you're drawing the line, okay, I'm going to stick my neck in the line and say I trust that that's hundred percent. I trust that That's technology Unless somebody runs down And moves one of the cameras <laughs> Before the game mm. However but Again just, I know it was a joke But it doesn't matter Where the camera is That's the expensive yeah, yeah, bit okay, yeah, So when yeah. people keep talking about I mean I saw again this It was almost this matter of fact People were Pausing their telly Putting it on Twitter and look, The lines are wonky Or whatever I mean but that's just that, factually that, That's what I mean uh, Just that Knowledge And Someone at the start of the season Giving a wee tutorial And saying This is how things are calibrated It cannot be wrong And this is what happens If the lines are close It takes away Managers then coming out After the games And I think giving an interview mm. That then stokes the flames For those arguments And those fans on Twitter I, I get a bit of that But I think if, I think I knew it I think lots of other people Who've been to the VAR centre Would have known it I think, I, uh, Gordon listen, I don't dispute that But a, you've, you've presented to me your argument was that it was there It was a debate So it then suggests to me And one of your managers mm-hmm. Didn't know it So I think partially yes But also maybe <coughs> Proof that We will debate anything though Do you know what I'm saying? Of Just course. because something is a debate here Doesn't necessarily mean it's a legitimate debate You must know that by now Of course But if one of your managers Has come out And says I hold my hands up I didn't know that Then you've got to surely understand that Not everybody's like you That clearly understood it but you've what got to you, get. What do you mean? Like, uh, Stuart mm, Gelwell, your well manager, it's happened. Mm. So it's not like you can say that's not happened. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, <laughs> you just gave a noise like uh, mm, uh, I've just yeah, made that up. Well, we can do more, or you can then say, or you can. That's then, what I'm saying. We, we could do more. No, I'm talking about we as people who are on the receiving end of it can do more, and you can then go away quietly and and, and find out. I'm sure we could. I know. I'm. I'm not pointing us just at VR and the SFA and the referees. I, I'm. I'm. I'm with you. We could mm. do more. We could sit down and pay more mm. attention. I'm pretty sure. See when VAR came out and you did a bit of the the voiceover things that was going around the stadiums. Mm. Pretty. I'm pretty certain <laughs> that fans went VR. It's going to be easy, and not really took in a lot of it. I'm sure there's well. I'm pretty certain now that as yeah. managers, it's the same. Stuart Kelt well been one of them. That goes back to what I said. Though. I think you know just an element of certain things, Gordon. Because I'd hate, I, we must keep debating decisions as this show. There's you know it's built mm. on that stuff. It's fine, but if we're going to debate how straight a line is, when actually there needs to be an acknowledgement that your eye isn't as good as the the technology. So on that one. Let's save our. I'm not saying we don't debate. We save our energy for the better debates and the ones yeah, the that we can really argue and, and, and the, like the violent conducts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I was quite enjoying that debate there. Um, but the good thing about it is, yeah, the offside. I think we've got to say, yeah, they've got they're getting that correct. Of course, they are. the one thing I like about the Motherwell manager is he's come out there and it, it, very easy to sort of a not highlight that Gordon and say, "I'll put my hand up." 
I got it wrong I got it wrong the day I've looked at it Yes I understand the rules now That had been quite easy For Stuart Kettleway To just shy away from Because nobody would have Questioned it again It was it was, You know in the past He's looking forward To the weekend But I like the fact That he's come out there I've been asked about it obviously Yeah but I, I, I think he's I think he's addressed it In the right way And I don't think The mistakes will be made again Because we, we do There's plenty to argue about On the other side of it Handballs And you know, bef- bef- before the situation arised, was it a free kick? Was it not? Was it a booking? Whatever it may be, but I, I, the offside is correct. I wonder if other managers though, have taken this break to to do similar and, and, and taking the time to sit down and maybe get a, a better understanding. Man, well, it's easy to see how managers get caught up in the ninety minutes and then they come off and they look at things and say, "How could the referee get that wrong?" And we're the same. We're like, "How?" Mm. But for a uh, for Crawford Allen to sit down and explain certain things, I think that goes a long way to then making the whole process better and making managers maybe post match interviews sometimes a wee bit softer if they can see it a different like side. VAR's got loads of flaws, loads mm-hmm. and loads of them, and refereeing standards are not where they should be. I think everyone mm-hmm. probably in agreement there. So it feels like. If we sort of channel our energy at the right bits of the debate, yeah, I think that's leave, all. Leave I'm the bits to, that are working. Yeah, because yeah. offside works, right? I think a referee's come in for enough criticism. Not what somebody's come on here and went. Well, well done to the officials at Fir Park. They've called that correct because that is a correct decision. Because they come in for a lot. Yeah, of, everyone's just decided <coughs> the lines were squinting correct. and it's some sort of big drama. Yeah. But I think you make a great point. Let's concentrate and making the things that are. Are far worse better than the things that are correct Because there's no point in debating that Let's how, see how you're doing in this teaser You might need a VAR check on some of these answers no, I've you got a couple We're looking for Is it nine players who used to play for Rangers Who've scored in the English Championship this season You've got Waghorn and Diallo right, I'm going to throw in one I might be right out here Is Clint Hill still playing with QPR? No What? I mean, no, honestly Rob, Rob Kiernan? No Barkley was Swan was it Swansea? Was it the fullback? You do uh, remember how back? old Clint Hill was when he came Clint up Hill here? Was like Thirty-five, wasn't he? Yeah. Look, Chamaras was 44. playing. <laughs> right, Chamaras was playing at seven o'clock. What are you talking about? Um, Bar- no, Barkley. Is it Barkley? Kyle Barkley. Kyle Barkley. Yeah. Four. Was it Swansea? No. Um, West Brom. West Brom. Well Good shout, that. Okay. Uh, Kiernan wasn't one, though. No. no. Um, a couple of these are wonderful. Heinemann, Emerson Heinemann. No. no, I run about that. Oh, the rest are tough. Uh, one more, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, there's one more. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go oh, for a second. I've got one. No. Balligan. Leon Balligan. Yes. yes. Well done. Right, I'm going to need one more, I think, before the break. No. Nah, no. I'll give you some thinking time. We'll get the rest next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL have spent the break shouting random championship players' names at me, which means it's the full-time teaser. And the aim of that game, just in case you've never heard it, I'm sure many of you have, is you send the questions. They try and answer those questions. Always good fun towards the end of a show. Uh, Stephen sent this one in asking... For the nine former Rangers players who've scored in the English Championship this season, <clears throat> you've got Balogun, QPR, Waghorn at uh, Huddersfield, uh, Diallo, Sunderland, and Bartley, West Brom. I've got two more. 
I'll decide if you've got two Oh no more. I've got two more I can give you the teams They scored against One is Greg Doherty for Hull Against Stoke in the 17th minute The away end Greg Doherty is correct I don't know about the Britannia rest Stadium um, And the other one I don't know the time of the goal Matt Crooks at Middlesbrough <laughs> Somebody's texting him these Every oh, week on. Oh, come on. Oh, hold on Hold on Hold on Matt Crooks I am sitting here And right. my phone's sitting there When did he play for Rangers? Me? Played midfield with Rangers um, under Wycorn, um, no Wycorn, uh, <laughs> Wobburn. Okay, yep. I'll go for uh, Bakuna. I, I, well done, I got that. Janino Bakuna at by myself. Birmingham. Any phone help? Two, three, four, five, six. What's that? Seven? Is it? Yes. Two to get. <sighs> tough. These two are tough. They tougher than Matt Crooks. I would because say, if I, we I, got Matt Crooks, I would honestly say one of them is tougher than Matt Crooks. There must be a Swansea player in there. Why? Cause, Why cause must there be a Swansea player? That's what the text player. says. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's what my informant told me. <laughs> uh, uh, a Swansea player Why? must be. No, no, there's not. Anyway, we'll get back to it before must the end be. of the show. I think David, David and Cumbernauld was wanting to discuss VAR and all the fun of the fair, but I don't think he's. Uh, I think he's. We've lost him, David. If you're out there, you can give us a call back. Uh, please do. Um, just, I can't imagine it'll be a hassle-free weekend on that front because it never is. Did you see, was it South Korea? What did I read? I think it was South Korea game. I'm not sure if it was the goal actually that all scored. Have you seen it? It's a terrific aye, goal that was ruled out for offside. I'm not entirely sure if it was that goal or something else, but there was a six-minute offside VAR check for one of the goals. Get ruled out, and it's like this is just. But this is world football's doing to itself it doesn't really help us. We still get raging at the weekend mm-hmm. because you focus on your own, um, yeah. your own priorities. But I don't know. Does it give you a crumb of comfort to know that it's as mad everywhere else? Uh, not really. Not really. No. Are you, are we still liking it? Is that? Well, that's what I was going to say. It, it, people will say, "Is it worth it?" But I guess if it's getting to the right decisions, then mm. can't even but, six minutes. Uh, no. it's, it's not getting to every right decision, is it? No, I've the right decision, but the majority. I've lost. Right, a, I've lost a love for it. I've got. Have you? Yeah. I yeah. still think it gets I've the majority right, even though some big decisions are baffling. I still think they get the majority right, and one of those decisions might just be enough to keep a manager his job or win a team a mm. league that they deserve to win it because of a decision. So I'm, I'm still for it. I'm sticking with nah. it. Here is your perfect transition from international football. Back to domestic football Because this well, This will be going through the minds of a, a lot of managers Stuart Kettlewell also spoke today Not only about VAR But about Liam Kelly And hopes that he's even had a lift Just from, from being there and, and being part of Scotland's wins Over the last uh, couple of days And Malky Mackay uh, Was actually the man that gave Callum McGregor His international debut you remember the one Pitodry. game that Malky Mackay managed against the Netherlands at Pitodry? That was Callum McGregor's international debut. It and was. He's amassed fifty caps. Yeah, he was. A, it was a bit later. He, he was. He was kind of fairly into his twenties, I think, by the time he got that call up. Um, and of course, he's sort of hoping that, that Ross County can now get a, a shock result, if you like, um, and not worry about reputations, all this sort of stuff that Scotland over came against Spain on Tuesday. Malky Mackay is hoping to do it uh, on. Sunday it is, isn't it, when Celtic go up there? It's difficult every time that, you, that we play against a team in the Premier League, but when you, you, you know, we're playing against the champions, Angie's team have been fantastic, uh, and he's been a, a great addition to Scottish football himself. But um, we know the, the 
task ahead. We know how difficult that is. We're playing against um, you know top team in the country, but we've got to make sure that we go there with real belief, like I do when I t- set them out every Saturday. You know, I thought um, we did okay at Parkhead um, a couple of months ago, um, but we've got to make sure that we we have that confidence. We go otherwise, if, when you go out against the firm, if you don't have that, you're beaten before you start. You, sh- you look at the badge, and you can't worry about the badge. You've got to go and play against the players. Undoubtedly, they're a good team, and at 60, 70 minutes when they bring on the cavalry, they're just as good, and that's again the measure of that team. But we've got to make sure that we get here and make it difficult. We're up at our stadium, the pitch is good, um, and we've got to make sure that on, on Sunday, live on TV, we give a good account of ourselves. Good weekend to get us back into it, Gordon. Yeah. First against 11th, or 11th mm-hmm. against first on Sunday, uh, and second against 12th. So, both ends of the table, you, you're looking at either. Predictable or complete shock results? Um, I'd probably go down the road of predictable. Uh, we know there's shock results around the corner, Gordon, but I just think on the Saturday, Rangers taking care of Dundee United, who are really struggling. They need some points. Um, then you look at the Sunday, you're talking about the big two, Celtic going to Ross County, I think, which is music to Ange Podstrakoglu in the Celtic players' ears is the pitch is very good mm-hmm. because they play very attractive football. If I was Malky, I'd be asking the groundsman at Hamden the secret of long grass and plenty of water. Um, and then you look it's at... It's called rain. Yeah, well, plenty of water. You've got you've got sprinklers. Um, and then you've got a lot of interesting game. Kelly down at the bottom, struggling as well. They're at home. Can they beat uh, out of forum, would you say, heart side just now? Um, so, and then obviously you've got uh, Hibs and Motherwell. A lot of good games in there, St Mirren, Livingston. So I'm looking forward to St Johnson, Aberdeen. I missed them, so I'll give them a shout out. I must admit, I didn't realise we were out of time already. But for the answers to this teaser, so we're looking for two more former Rangers players who've scored in the English Championship this season. You've given me Balogun, Waghorn, Diallo, Bartley, Doherty, Crooks, and Bakuna. Some. I'm I'm Some sticking down the, there, I must I'm, say. I'm sticking down that road there of the Cardiff uh, Swansea. So you've said no to Swansea. I'm going Cardiff. Right, okay. But I don't know who it is. I said a, a Cardiff that, player. That's it. Yeah, that's that's all I'm giving you. There is a Cardiff player. <laughs> I told you. I don't know who it is. Hmm. It was a Stephen Gerrard loan signing from from Liverpool. I think he scored a really important goal in Europe, if memory serves. Um, Ojo. She Ojo. Well done. And the last remaining one From Come on hurry up Rotherham Rotherham? This is tough And he played with Rangers under who? He was one of the Newcastle Five Oh um, Nope Oh no But did play in those playoff games against Motherwell I think you should remember them Oh no I can't remember the boy's name They were Oh god they were two Midfielder It was okay yeah, Tank you know, midfielder. left-sided fullback slash winger, a bit of both <laughs> wing-back type. Oh Utility no, Shane line. Ferguson. Nah, Never nah. in a million years. Thank I you to the guys. Thanks for listening. Back tomorrow with Hugh and Kenny and Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>